0: On this week's show, BTS roars into their eighth year with a record breaking live stream, Army Matches big hit BTS donation, and more. Through the gene Hello and welcome to BTS this week for the week ending June 14th, 2020. I'm Carrie, A.K.A. BTS Mama Bear, and I am your host. I hope everyone is it's doing well. That you're staying safe and that you're staying healthy. Um, it's been quite an eventful week uh, with Festa. Uh, 2020 going on. A lot of things to talk about. But as always, we're gonna start with the data drop. This week, Learn Korean with BTS episode 15. Happy birthday was released. Uh it is an episode learning more about how birthdays are celebrated in Korea. It is on weverse There'll be a link to it in the show notes on BTSthisweek.com. BT21 Universe 3 episode 5 Trials and Tribulations, was also released this week. Uh, basically, they are beginning to brainstorm about AT-21. And AT-21 is their arch-rivals. They were introduced last week at the end of um, Mang's uh, animated episode. And when you watch this and they talk about what their AT-21 arch-rivals do... Sounds a lot like BTS anties. I'll let you decide, though. Uh, it is on YouTube, and again, a link to that will be in the show notes. On the Billboard charts for the week ending June 13, 2020, on the Billboard 200 album charts, Map of the Soul 7 is number 74. It is now tied with Love Yourself tier uh, 15 consecutive weeks, charting on the Billboard 200 and... Considering it's 74, I anticipate that it will chart several more weeks, so that will be awesome. Uh, Also, there was a Forbes article released talking about uh, Uni's Mixtape, which in its first week charted at number 11 on the Billboard 200. It did not chart this week, but still, with last week's result, it makes the Uh, The mixtape, the highest-ranking album by a South Korean solo musician, so that's great. And then also, it makes Yoongi the fifth South Korean musician to chart an album solo and with a group. So that particular historical mark, of course, you've got the BTS soloists with their mixtapes. Yoongi, Hobi, and Namjoon have all charted both in their group and as soloists. And then the other two are from Big Bang, uh, G-Dragon and Taeyang. So, that is pretty good company. So, hopefully, maybe we can stream and get it back on the top 200, because uh, it did fall off this week. But it did make history last week, so that is al- that's always good. Also, um, there was an article released, again, by Forbes, because Forbes loves BTS, um, about last week's digital song sales chart. Uh, currently there's no BTS presence on the digital song sales chart, but last week, you know, Youngie had several songs on there. And so there were nine ways (laughs) that Youngie made history on the song sales chart with his mixtape. Um, I'll of course have a link to the article in the show notes. I don't want to read all nine ways, but, um, one of the things that he was the first to do, um... It makes him the first South Korean solo musician with more than one top 10 hit at once. Because, of course, pretty much the entire mixtape charted. And I believe seven of those songs are in the top 10. So that's pretty awesome. And again, I'll have a link to the show notes and you can see the other eight ways that he made history on that chart last week. Not only that, again, from Forbes, there's two more articles about Nam June, how he made history. By being part of Yoongi's mixtape, he collaborated on Strange with Yoongi, and that allowed him to also make some history as a solo artist. Um, basically, he's the third South Korean artist to appear on the list um, more than once as a soloist, um, and he's also the fifth Korean solo musician to land a top ten, so... Congratulations to Namjoon. On the Billboard Social 50 this week, BTS, of course, is still number one for the 182nd week. They've been on that chart for 191 weeks total. Um, There was some worry a couple of weeks ago because they hadn't tweeted much, but there's so much content with Festa and everybody retweeting it and talking about it. uh, You know, pretty much made up. The any shortcoming um, we had the week before and next week will be the same because there will be so much Festa stuff that we talked about as well also on the show, social 50 TXT is number 11 on the billboard artist 100 this week BTS was number 21 on the billboard world albums chart map of the soul 7 was number 1 love yourself answer number 3 D2 number four, Persona, number seven, You Never Walk Alone, number 12, and Love Yourself Tier, number 15. On the World Digital Song Sales Chart, What Do You Think is number four, Dechata. number five, Filter, number six, Inner Child, number seven, My Time, number 10, and On, number 13. On the Billboard Canadian album chart this week, 7 is number 65. Also, last week, uh, Yoongi's mixtape, D2, was on the Canadian chart. It has since fallen off, but Forbes released another article this week. They really like this mixtape, apparently, which they should because it's awesome. Um, But lots of articles from Forbes this week about this mixtape. And one of the things uh, they—another article they released was how it was a record-breaker in Canada— and because it's the highest charting album by a Korean soloist in Canada, and check out the article. There'll be a link in the show notes. A couple of other things that they talk about. Um, but definitely, definitely a good week for uh, BTS articles in Forbes. That's for sure. On the Billboard Japanese Hot 100 Singles Chart, on is number seven. There was one more article from Forbes about the Billboard charts this week. And it was about the rap sales chart. And it talked about how, again, because RM appeared on the song Strange with Yoongi, it allowed him to make some history on the rap chart as well. And so check out that article to see how. On the Rolling Stone chart for the week ending June 11th, on the top 200 album chart, Map of the Soul 7 it's number 152. With 5.8 thousand album units. On the Artist 500 this week. They are number six. BTS is number 68. With 19.5 song stream. Not 19.5. 19.5 million song streams. On the UK charts for the week ending June 18th 2020. There's no BTS uh, presence on the album or the singles chart. But guess who had an article? About the chart this week, give you three guesses. now I'll give you one Forbes. <laughs> uh, Forbes released an article about you know, sh- uh, Jungi. He uh charted his first week on the UK album charts again, it's fallen off this week, but he was on there the first week, and it was six ways uh it altered history on the UK album chart. So, uh, I'll give you the first thing they mentioned, the rest of it. there'll be a link to the show notes um, in the show notes, sorry, sorry. First top ten album by a solo South Korean musician. How awesome is that? Pretty cool. Um, I have a feeling we're gonna hear some more from Forbes. Just you know, a feeling I have, but on the amazon u s. charts for the week ending June fourteenth, twenty twenty, On the Amazon U.S. Best Sellers chart, 7 is number 83, and Persona is number 198. On the U.S. Best Sellers of 2020 so far, 7 is still number 1. On the U.S. Soundtracks chart, BTS World is number 53. On the Digital Best Sellers in Albums, Top 100 Paid, D2 is number 154. On the Digital Best Sellers in Songs, Top 100 Paid, Filter is number 91. And on the best digital bestsellers of 2020 so far, Songs, Filter is number 5, My Time is number 9, On is number 14, and On featuring Sia is number 35. On YouTube for the week ending June 11th, on the Global Top Songs chart, On was number 37, Fake Love number 60, and De Chita, number 61. On the Global Top Music Videos chart, Black Swan Music Video is number 88, and We Are Bulletproof The Eternal, number 91. And if you don't know what we're talking about for that music video, we're going to discuss it some more in the news. On the Global Top Artist chart, BTS is number 9, and on the U.S. Top Artist chart, they're number 45. On the past seven days on YouTube, BTS has had 159 million global plays. The country with the most views, Indonesia, with 17.2 million. And the song with the most views, We Are Bulletproof the Eternal, 16 million. For the past seven days, Jungi, uh, a.k.a. Augusti, a.k.a. Sugar, has had 13 million global plays. Country with the most number of views, again, Indonesia, with 1.44 million. And top song view-wise, "Dechita," 9.49 million. Some milestones on YouTube this week. Big Hit Labels. Uh, it used to be Big Hit Entertainment. Now it says Big Hit Labels. They've got 37 million YouTube subscribers and continues to be the most subscribed Korean channel on YouTube. Also, uh, Bangtang TV, the channel, it's 31 million subscribers now on YouTube. They are the second most subscribed channel for a male group. They are only surpa- It is only surpassed by the One Direction uh, YouTube channel, and it's not going to take long to pass that because it has 31.5 million followers. Also, cumulative views for Tang TV, 5 billion. Lots of view milestones this week on YouTube. Boy With Love passed 810 million views. Fake Love, 710 million. Dope, 570 million. Spring Day, 320 million. Map of the Soul 7 audios combined, 180 million. No More Dream, 140 million. ta, 80 million. Sweet Night, 30 million. Who, Lau featuring BTS, the visualizer video, 20 million. Make It Right vertical version video, 10 million. And We Are Bulletproof, the Eternal, 10 million. We have several like milestones this week. Idol has passed 12 million milestones. It now makes uh, BTS the first and only act to have four music videos with over 12 million likes. Serendipity music video has surpassed 4 million likes. Boy With Love, the Army With Love version, 4 million likes. We Are Bulletproof, The Eternal, 3 million likes. Danger, 2 million. And Who? Again, the loud song featuring BTS, the visualizer, 1 million likes. On Spotify for the week ending June 11th, uh, there's not a BTS presence on the Global or US 200 Weekly. But, you know, as always, I've looked at the country with the second most number of visitors or listeners to the podcast. Again, this week it is India. So on the India 200 Weekly this week, Boy with Love featuring Halsey's number 89 and On is number 170. BTS has now surpassed 19 million Spotify followers. They are the most followed Korean act on Spotify. We have some stream milestones also this week. Beautiful Moments in Life Part 1 500 million streams. Boy with Love 450 million. Euphoria 140 million. Butterfly 100 million, On 90 million, Jamais Vu 80 million, Trivia Seesaw 80 million, and Trivia Love 40 million. On SoundCloud for the week ending June 14th, most played songs, all genres, and all countries chart Still With You number one, Promise number seven, and Winter Bear number 45. On the US most played all genres chart, Promise is number 7, and Still With You, number 43. On the most played pop songs for all countries, Still With You, number 1, Winter Bear, number 2, Tonight, number 3, Scenery, number 4, 4 O'Clock, number 5, Euphoria, DJ Swivel Forever Mix, number 6, To You, number 20, Paper Hearts, number 22, Interlude, Set Me Free, that's from the d 2 Mixtape number 24, Nothing Like Us number 28, Someone Like You number 30, Autumn Outside the Post Office number 32, Lost Stars number 34, and Ending Scene version 2 number 37. On the US Most Played Pop Songs chart, Still With You number 1 and Winter Bears number 32. So the social metrics for BTS for the week ending June 14th from Next Big Sound. Twitter mentions. Twitter mentions were up 16.5%. There's 17.2 million mentions. Retweets. There was 6.1 million. That was up 41.4%. Twitter followers. There were 156,000 new Twitter followers this past week for 25.4 million total. Uh, that is actually down 23% from week to week, but it's still an amazing number. Uh, Facebook page likes, there were an additional 85.8 thousand for a 10.8 million total. That was down 43% week to week. Wikipedia page views, 8,218 went up this week. Yay, 10.5%. Again, that's one of the easiest things Uh on the social metrics to do, you just go visit the wiki page and you read it for a few minutes. song uh, Songkick followers, there were an additional 818 for 497,000 total, and that was down 11%. There are a couple of extra little data points I want to mention this week. The official BTS Twitter account, which is uh, BTS underscore Big Hit. Uh, There's BTS members, that's, you know, the members account. And then BTS underscore Big Hit is the official BTS Twitter account. Has now passed 21 million followers. And the official BTS Instagram has passed 26 million followers. So that's awesome. There are two articles I want to mention this week. Uh, The first one in British Vogue. How BTS became the undisputed kings of K-pop. It is the best article I've read in a long time about BTS. So definitely, definitely check out the show notes. Uh, Click on that link and give it a read. Really, it is, like I said, the best article about BTS I've read in a long time. Um, Also, there'll be a link to an article from the Washington Post. I know, the Washington Post, right? It's called Surprised at Seeing K-Pop Fans Stand Up for... Black Lives Matter, you shouldn't be, and it talks about uh, the way that K-pop fans flooded the anti Black Lives Matter lives matter hashtags with fan cams, and so that is actually that's another pretty good article. So definitely check that one out as well. Since it's it was fested last week or this past week. Uh, there were a lot of new Bangtan TV videos. So I'll go through the list pretty quickly, but there'll be links to all these in the show notes at bts There were three subunit videos. Uh, and each one talked about their song that they recorded for uh Map of the Soul. Uh Uh Namjoon and Yoongi did a video about respect. Jin, J-Hope and um Hobi and uh, Jungkook did a video about Jamie Vu And then Jimin and Young did one about uh, Friends. I'm going to be honest with you. Of all three videos, Friends was the best. I thought was the best because you get some background to this song. You also get some background that you may Well, you didn't know because nobody I know knew this background, about the four o'clock song, which is you know that's a uh, Taeyong and um, Namjoon did that. It's on SoundCloud. So definitely, I thought that was the best of the three. They're all great, of course, but that one I think you get a little extra information you you didn't know. So uh, also, Taeyong did a live stream, and that video is up and it has been it has been subtitled in English. So check that out. There was a teaser for the birthday party video, which is the the main video for Festa at the end. Then there was Map of the Song Seven, another video. It was basically the guys, uh, in groups, did karaoke of BTS songs, and it was I laughed so much, especially the the first group was of course the the, the young guys. So it was uh, Jimin, Taehyung, and Jungkook, and it was. Hilarious. There's they were all they were all funny, but I just laughed so hard. It was a great video. And then the We Are Bulletproof The Eternal Music video was released. Again, I'm gonna talk about that some more in a minute, but link to that in the show notes. And then finally released was the birthday party uh, video. They basically kind of reenacted their first anniversary uh, get together. Of course, you know, they were in a really small, uh, uh, dorm, really small room. And it's, you know, they're just redoing the dishes and the deck, you know, doing decorations and a cake and everything. And then at the end, they had some really good, uh, some really good conversation. So you definitely want to check out that, the video too. So, all of those are on YouTube on the Bangtan TV channel, and I'll have links to them in the show notes. On V Live, there were a few new videos. Uh, the first one was Hobie, and he finished the bracelets that he made for all the members. Uh, and if you watched Bang Bang Con, the live, he gave them all their bracelets during the live, so that was pretty cool. Uh, the second video was... We Are Bulletproof, the Eternal music video. It was also posted on WeVerse. And then the last one for the week was uh, DJ Sugar's Honey FM. And it was the entire group. So instead of just having one member guest, it was everybody. And so, of course, that was awesome. And he said it was going to be the last one for a while. And I know everybody's gotten to where they really like these, um... I kind of hope he does it like once a month. That would be cool, but I understand it takes a while to do. I mean, this is not something that, you know, I do a podcast every week. I know how hard how hard it is to get the stuff together, and I'm not, you know, an international pop star. So, uh, but I do hope we get we get more of these every once in a while because I think everyone really enjoyed them. So on to the news. Uh, first story. Army matches big hit BTS donation. We talked about last week that uh BTS uh donated one million one million dollars uh BTS and Big Hit did to the Black Lives Matter organization. And what happened was when that was announced, that was announced I believe last Sunday, so a week ago, um there were two users on uh On Twitter, uh, Nadja3029 and Mono's Playlist, uh, who together, you know, Nadja basically said, we should try to match this donation. And then Mono's Playlist said, hey, here's a hashtag, match a million. And it just caught fire from there. And at some point, someone talked to one in an army. If you are at a baby baby army, you may not know who they are. One in an army is a group, an international group of army, who help coordinate charity drives for different charities. They do one a month. They do specific ones for members' birthdays. But they do this, like I said, every year. And every month, I'm sorry, excuse me. And then someone suggested that maybe they could help coordinate this. Now, one in an army does not take the money directly. What they do is they help you connect with an organization and donate directly to them. And so one in an army decided that that sounded awesome. They would love to help out with that. They came up with a form, a donation card. I'm going to link to this in the show notes because you can still go to this card and donate. And basically what they did was they they uh came up with a list of i believe a dozen or so organizations that were dire- directly helping um either like Black Lives Matter organization was itself was on there and then a lot of organizations helping um uh black americans like there were a couple that were LGBT, uh, black LGBTQ organizations, things like that, uh, ACLU, NAACP, and you could go and you could either say, I want to donate $50 and split it with all, uh, amongst all these, or you could say, all right, I want to pick this one and this one, and you give them $25 each, or you could go directly to any of the organizations, but still tell one in an army how much you donated so it could be tracked. So, it took a little over 24 hours. I don't know if it was quite 25, but it took just a little over 24 hours to match the big hit BTS $1 million. So think about that. In just a little more than 24 hours, armies all over the world got together and donated over a million dollars to these organizations. Army, y'all are so awesome. I, you know, it's just amazing to me. And w- basically, we blew everybody's mind. This is a list of <laughs> a list, not this is not an exhaustive list either. Here's some. Uh, News organizations that posted stories about this. The New York Times, CNN, the BBC, Entertainment Tonight, Variety, Vice, Fortune, Vulture, Time, the New York Daily News, NBC News, Forbes, of course, because they love BTS, BuzzFeed. Everybody was talking about it. Um... And it was just amazing the way the Army came together and did this so quickly. And like I said, this donation form, I'm going to link to that. They're going to keep that up. They they say there's, you know, a lot of their drives are for a month. This one is for as long as it goes. Last time I checked, we were at $1.3 million that had been donated. One in an Army did an interview with Newsleaf where they talked about some of the, the history of what One in an Army has done and what ARMY has done. They made a point of giving credit to the people who started the hashtag. Um, One in an Army is just good people, y'all. I, seriously. Um, I'm also going to link to the Vice article where it talks about, it uh, basically says BTS are the uh, BTS stands are the new crowdfunding giants. Um and basically here's a quote from that article. Even impressive sounds like an understatement for crowdfunding a million dollar donation that quickly. But it also isn't surprising, at least not to the members of the Army. Over the past five years, various armies have come together in support to support more than 630 charities worldwide, charity projects worldwide. So People are acknowledging the fact that as a fandom, we come together and we help other people. We don't just consume the music. We don't just, you know, buy merch and, you know, post how much we like whoever our bias is. We also come together to do really good things for people. Um, again, Fortune Magazine, of all people, people, well, of all websites, Fortune Magazine, um, published an article about this and, you know, they're a serious financial magazine, so I I can't say for sure, but I doubt they talk about BTS that often. And they're talking about BTS and ARMY. And another really cool acknowledgement about this, uh, if you recall, the last time that BTS was on James Corden's show, uh, they we appreciated so much how good he's been to the, the guys that lots of Army got together and they donated to James Corden's favorite charity, which is Magic Breakfast. It's a British charity that provides breakfasts to children, school children in Britain. And ended up being tens of thousands of breakfasts that were, uh, you know, the equivalent money was donated by Army. So this past week James Corden he had tweeted there'll be a surprise for army tonight and of course you know they're do he's still doing his show from like his garage because you know corona but you know, i expected that i was going to have to wait through the whole show to find out what it was but it he turned it, it turned out towards the beginning of the show he talked about how army had matched the money that Big Hit and BTS donated. And he said, you know, talked about how awesome that was. And as a thank you to ARMY, he played a clip from Carpool Karaoke that he'd never aired before. And basically, it was the guys attempting to <laughs> sing a Baby Shark in the round. And it was so funny. And it's... I know Baby Shark is one of the songs that everybody above probably five hates, but you have to watch the video. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. It was really cute, and it was really nice of him to acknowledge that uh, the, that Army had worked to do this and to get some, some new BTS content as a thank you. So thank you, James Corden, for the content. So, next story, Bang Bang Con The Live Breaks Records. Uh, At the end of Festa on Sunday was Bang Bang Con The Live. It was pay-per-view concert. And if you got to see it, um, I got up at 3.30 in the morning to watch it. It started at 4 a.m. where I am. And it, it was not like watching a live stream. Like, when we watch, you know... So the, the final solo concerts from Love Yourself, Speak Yourself, that live stream or the Wembley live stream. It wasn't like that. It was more of a, of course, it was scale. There was no audience and it was in a studio, but they did songs across their whole career. Um, I believe it was 14 songs and there was moments where they, you know, there was one set that was you know, looked like just a, a living room or you know, a rec room for them to sit and talk and they did, they sat and they talked and it was very, it was very neat it was really cool uh, to to get that kind of I don't want to say interaction, but get that kind of, you know, view of them. So some of the things that we hadn't seen before, they did uh, performances of all the subunit songs from Seven. And they were, of course, awesome. But if you had to watch one, you want to watch Respect with Namjoon and Yungi because it was incredible. Not that Jamais Vu and Friends weren't incredible, because they were, but there was just something about that middle that middle stage with respect that was just awesome. But there was also this melancholy that ran through a lot of the discussion that was had by the members, and basically they said they said you know they worked for months to get ready for a tour that they didn't go on, and that they get a lot from performing live and interacting with Army and seeing Army, and they have not been able to do any of those things, and this has gone on for months that they're just in this limbo waiting to find out when they will actually get to go on tour again uh even Nam June said that he was concerned that this type of live stream concert was going to be the way that they would have to interact with us from now on. I hope that's not true. I don't think that's true. Um, I think once there's a vaccine that is proven to work, we'll be able to go to concerts again. Um, Unfortunately, we just don't know when that will be. You know, the, the closest estimates that I've heard lately have been the beginning of next year for a vaccine. So we don't know. And I can't imagine having worked that hard for something that I didn't get to do. So I I I feel you know we all feel bad for them, you know. And even though there was this this undercurrent of of melancholy, they still seem to have a good time performing. Again, I'm going to go back to the respect stage. Uh, Jungi looked awesome through the whole thing. Of course, he's one of my biases, so I'm biased, but especially during respect, he looked like he was having the best time ever. And they did uh, a performance of Boy With Love that, while it had the same kind that most mostly the same choreography the music was different it was kind of a a different mix on the song uh they danced with umbrellas that were lit up and it was really cool I, I really liked it a lot so you know they showed us some new things but they said during the concert or, or during the live stream that they were not going to show us everything that they had planned to do on tour because they believe they're going to get to do these concerts and they don't want to show us everything. They want to save surprises for the tour. So that was, that was really cool too. Um, but about breaking records. After uh, Bang Bang Con was over... Big Hit released some numbers, and it turns out, like we're shocked, it turns out that this this was the largest live-streamed virtual concert event so far. And I don't know how anybody's going to break this anytime soon. But there were over 756,000 viewers... Now remember, this was not free, this was paid. 756,000 viewers in 107 countries around the world. And when you first logged in before everything started, they had a live map where you could see where you know places would light up as people logged in. It's really cool, you so you could see them all over the world logging in. And uh, one article. Uh, that I'll link to the show notes pointed out that the number of viewers was equivalent to 13 concerts at uh souls uh Jam- Jam- Seal, uh arena or eight concerts at Wembley Stadium. So that's a lot of people, y'all. And so it was the largest virtual concert so far. And not only that, of course, as we discussed last week, if you were in the uh official army, if you're an official army member, you could get a reduced ticket for the live stream. Now, I don't know if this is all f- people who wanted to get a cheaper live stream price, or if it were if it was people who joined after they watched Bang Bang Con and said, I gotta get in on this. But in addition to all the viewers and all the countries. Big Hit also pointed out that there were 10,000 new members of Official Army that joined because of this concert. So that is amazing. That is amazing. If, if you saw the concert or saw any um, uh, screenshots, you saw it was the, you know, the multi-view streaming. And Big Hit worked with a company called Kizwa, I think is how you how you say it, and they've actually gone into kind of an alliance with this company, uh, a partnership to do more of this this kind of thing for their other for other big hit acts, and it I think it worked fairly well. I you know I'm in the United States. I have I streamed it on my laptop and used AirPlay to play it on my Apple TV. And it seemed to work really well. Now, I know there were issues with the, the chat getting bogged down. Uh, it froze for a while, and I was able to connect my army bomb, but for a while, it was also not, not responding. And it, I believe that on on Twitter, a lot of people pointed out that it was the exact same time that the chat was frozen. So whatever froze the chat probably also stopped the army bombs from, from rea- uh, reacting. But for big parts of the, the show, the, the chat worked, army bombs worked. It was really cool. Uh, it also displayed co- co- comments by viewers so that the guys could see it. And they read some of them and reacted to them. Uh, so, I think the technology that was used, uh, the 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 Kidsway technology, worked really well. I, I really do. I personally did not. I got to the point where most of the time I just there was a, you could w- look at all the v- streams at once, all the views at once, uh, and and then the main there'd be like one main view, and then. I never did really choose a view to concentrate on. I just kept it up so I could see all of it. And I watched a screen with all the views on it. So I don't know if everybody did that or if everybody picked their favorite. But that, for me, that I, I liked that. I liked being able to see the whole thing. Um, but again, Big Hit has gone into a kind of a partnership with Kizwe. Uh, and they're going to hopefully do this with other artists. I would love to see this with TXT. Um, you know, they're also, you know, you've got Girlfriend, you've got Seventeen, you've got the, you know, the other, the Pleatis, uh, artists, so, maybe they'll use it with all of them. Be really cool if they did. But, they're definitely in a partnership with this company, so, you know, who knows? We may see something soon. But, again, concert was awesome. The performances were awesome. The technology, I think, worked very well, and I hoped it helped the guys feel better. I really do, because they, again, we don't want them to be sad anymore. They want us to be sad. So I hope it, it helped cheer us up, so I hope it definitely helped them too. On to the next story. As we talked about last week, on the Festus schedule, there was an entry that said, We are Bulletproof the Eternal, which is a track on Map of the Soul 7. And none of us knew what it was. You know, the rest of them were, you know, would say audio or f- video or photo. So we didn't know what this was. Well, you know, there was some discussion. Was it a remix? Was it a video? Was it a performance? What would it be? And turns out it's a new music video. It's an animated video. Um, and if you're like a lot of ARMY, if you're like me... By the end of the first viewing of the video, you were in tears. Um, It's a beautiful video. It seriously is. Um, But if you've read the lyrics to We Are Bulletproof the Eternal, uh, you know that it is. a lot of it is about the trials that they went through when they were... When they were debuting and in their early years, and on some levels, continue to go through today. Um, the beginning of the video starts with m- Boy with Love, Nam June, meeting up with No More Dream, Nam June, and it goes from there. And basically, it goes through every phase of their career of the last seven years. There are scenes from every video. Uh, The animated characters are adorable, but it's still, they go, there's so much imagery about their early trials, and, you know, the lyrics are included. So, you, you know, you can't help but be emotionally affected by the video and then there's a point where it's you know things are getting better and they start to sing about army and there's a scene with the purple ocean and by then i was complete i was completely just a mess a crying mess and The end was so positive and it made you feel like that they were in a good place now. And the video is just, I just don't, I can't say enough good things about the video. It is, the animation is beautiful. Turns out, uh, the studio, uh, I want to say it's Pivot. I'm not sure I'm saying that. I say this a lot. I'm not sure I'm saying it right. They're, uh, they also contributed to IU's 8 video, know, yeah, uh, the animation to that, which is also a beautiful video. Um, so this is just a great video. It really is. Um, but, you know, most of ARMY that I talked to on Twitter were all, like, balling because it was, you know, emotional. So definitely, if you haven't watched the video, get a box of Kleenex and watch it because it's really good. Um, as of now, or as of the last time I checked, rather, it has over 15 million views. It has over 3 million likes. Uh, it's gotten a lot of good uh, feedback from uh, the media. uh there was just Jared Jr. had an article about it. Uh, NME uh, had an article about it. And really, it's... I think it's the best... It's the best overview of what they've had to go through since they formed. And... It's, it's, it's just, it's hard to describe how it makes you feel, except for the fact that, again, the first time I watched it, I cried like a baby. So, uh, there'll be a link of the show notes to the YouTube video, uh, also to the two articles I mentioned, but let me know, did it make you cry? Because made me cry, made everybody pretty much in my group chat cry. Uh, half my Twitter feed was in tears, so, uh, hopefully I'm not. I don't want everybody to cry, but I also want to feel like I'm crazy because I cried. But it it was a beautiful video. So definitely watch it. It needs to be watched. It needs to be streamed more. All right. Speaking of Festa, next story. Festa 2020 is in the books. Festa is, is now over, unfortunately, uh, again this year. But we got lots of awesome content this week. On June 9th, uh, as I discussed earlier, we got the videos about the three uh, subunits. Um, you know, a video for respect, a video for jamais vu, and a video for uh, friends. And as I said earlier, I liked the friends video the most. I we got we got some some behind the scenes info on that song, and some behind the scenes info on four o'clock that none of us had. So. It was a really good video. I, I enjoyed these videos a lot. There were also some photos. Uh, it was a, They were added to the album uh, of photos on Facebook that were the uh, the Family Portrait album. These were added to that album. And so it was f- photos of each of the subunits. which was really cool. Then the next day, we got the BTS Profile Part 2. Again, that's on Facebook. Uh, I'll be linked to that in the show notes. But basically, this is the part of the profile where they fill it out. Instead of filling it out about themselves, they fill it out about another member. And so that was, of course, funny. It's always entertaining to see that. Um, Then we got Map of the Song 7, another video. And that was the karaoke video. So you get... um, You get... Uh, Jimin, Taehyung, and Jungkook in the first part of the video. The second part is Namjoon and Jin, and then the last parts. Last parts Yugi and Hobi, and all the whole video is awesome. And basically, they were singing to get points to take these little uh, st- stickers off a a gift or a prize board. And the main prize was a new pair of earbuds. We're gonna talk about the earbuds here in a few minutes. But um basically, Tae Young ends up winning the main prize and giving it to Hobie. So that was kind of cute. Um But it was just, again, it's just like run BTS. It's like they'll they're millionaires who will, you know, run over each other to win a gift card for Panda Express. I mean, these guys were like you know, fighting over who gets a tambourine. Uh, not a tambourine. It was a disco ball. So, it's, you know, always funny. And I laughed so hard. Uh, especially in the first part uh, with uh, Jimin, Taeyong, and, and Jungkook. It was so funny. So definitely watch the video. It is awesome. Then on the 12th, we got the We Are Bulletproof, the Eternal music video, which we just discussed. And then... Finally, on the 13th, we got the birthday party video. Again, that was basically uh, a redo of their first anniversary party, uh, but with uh, more room and better decorations. <laughs> uh, and they got to, you know, they talked a lot about how they had changed and things had changed for them over the past seven years. So that was a really good video, too. And that's on video, uh, YouTube. Link to that in the show notes. But then, the next day, we kind of got a little surprise. We got... They called it the closing ceremony. And on Facebook, they posted what they call the rolling paper. And... Not what you think, by the way. Uh, Basically, at the end of the birthday party, they were shown writing notes for each other. You know. And then they mentioned in the video that the members did not want to read their notes on the video that they you know were it were were too shy to read the notes so what they did was the next day on the closing ceremony they released the notes that they wrote to each other it was so sweet and very cute and you know it's always interesting what they say to each other like like Jin uh told Yungi that, and I'm paraphrasing here that basically he was the last person he thought he would have a lot in common with. And it turns out they're the most they have the most in common. Um and just you know really sweet notes to each other. So that is really neat. That again, that was released on Facebook. Link to that in the show notes. And then one final thing that they had uh for uh for FESTA is they released uh, audio messages from each member on Spotify. So it's a quick little Spotify album. Uh, There's a little message from each member about 20 seconds long and they talk about what does FESTA mean to you. So uh, I'll have a link to that in the show notes. I also have a link to English translations by BTS Translation because of course all the guys were talking, uh, speaking in Korean. but those are really neat too so we've got so much good stuff festa wise I mean we we did last year too and last year was my first festa from what I understand festa is always this awesome uh, I happen to think this one was particularly awesome um, really enjoyed it we really got a lot of good stuff and even you know this year I think there were a lot there was a lot more recognition that um, from Other media that this was festa, this was their seventh anniversary. Um, Radio Disney did a really neat video of uh about BTS and the anniversary. Twitter did this really cool thing to celebrate the seventh anniversary. They uh you can use emojis, these you can use these through the end of June, and basically, if you use hashtags BTS uh, in English or Korean. 2020 BTS Festa, next to the hashtag will be a little uh, BTS logo. If you do hashtag BTS ARMY, be a little ARMY logo. And then, if you hashtag either the English or Korean stage names of the members, there'll be little pictures of the member there. So, those are cute. I You know, basically, I basically got on there and did the fan chant with the hashtags. And it, they're really cute. And they'll you know, be available through June 30th. So, like I said, a lot of neat recognition outside of the fandom that this was the anniversary and, you know, telling them, happy anniversary. So, definitely Festa was awesome. Um, there is some Festa, uh, merch in the Weaver shop. Um, U.S. and Korea, I mean, U.S. and global, um, so you might want to check that out. So you you know, like they do, you know, a set of photo cards, a set of you know mini posters. So definitely check that out. Um, but, uh, you know, as it always has to, it has come to an end and it is now over. We gotta wait for another year. Um, uh, of course the next thing would be muster, which. Of course, they can't have because Corona. Uh, so, I don't know what they're they're pl- they're planning on doing for Festa. I mean, not Festa, I'm sorry, Muster. But at the end of Bang Bang Con, the live, there was a screen that basically said, stay where you are, we're coming to you. Uh, and, you know, I think that was probably referring to eventually they're going to go back on tour, hopefully. I mean, it can't last forever, right? This... This world, I mean, this this whole Corona thing has to be over eventually. Uh But not sure what they've planned for muster. But that would be the next thing, I think, that probably will happen. And we'll find out when they tell us. Next story. Uh We got an update on Map of the Soul, the journey. If you don't know what that is, that is the... Uh, Japanese language album. This will be their first Japanese album since uh, Face Yourself. That was in 2018. So the uh, update that we got, you know, there's a single called Stay Gold that uh, was going to be on the soundtrack for a Japanese show, and it had been postponed. Well, it is now going to be released. It's going to be released this next week on June 19th. Uh, do not know if there's going to be a music video. They have not said, but the song will definitely be released. It's going to be released on, it says on music platforms simultaneously worldwide. So I assume that means iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, all that stuff. So definitely be looking for that to stream on the 19th. Again, don't know if there's a music video. They have not said, um... Since it's part of a soundtrack, maybe not. It's like Sweet Night by, by Taeyong did not have a video by Taeyong. It was a video of the TV show from the TV show. So maybe that's what they're going to do with this is they're going to wait and do a video of clips from the TV show. Uh, but I don't know. They have not said. But definitely the song will be out this week. Want to stream it? Want to, you know, talk, you know, talk about it on social media? The album itself will be released in Japan on July 15th, but for the first time on Weverse USA, you can pre order a Japanese album. Woohoo! Unfortunately, it doesn't ship till August. Uh, I've already pre ordered it from a Japanese site, so I'll get mine sometime in July. But, if you don't want to do that, which I don't blame you if you don't, if you'd rather just order it from Weverse USA, you can do that. Um, the sets that they have, there's, if you go to the global, uh, Weverse Global, you can only ship to Korea. And they have sets where it's uh, every version of the album. You can't get those on Weverse USA. I went to CG, CD Japan to pre-order the one I wanted. I believe they had the sets there. Maybe. I can't. I believe. But I didn't order the set either. So, but it's definitely not on Weverse USA. But any of these individual albums versions you can pre-order. Again, though, will not be released until August. So if you want yours in July, like I want mine in July... You'll have to pre-order it from a Japanese website because you can't do it from Global Weavers. But it is awesome that it is available. Like I said, this is the first time they've done this. So this is awesome. Uh, again, you know, there's uh, five different versions of the album. <laughs> so uh, you'll have to, you know, look at it and see which ones have what. You know, some of them got a DVD. Some of them have a Blu-ray. Uh, If you are ordering now, I don't know about the. I assume that these, even the Weavers USA, is going to be the same. If you get a DVD and you do not have an all-regions DVD player, and you don't live in like Japan or Korea, it's not going to work. Okay, you're not going to be able to play it. Blu-ray, however, from what I understand, is all regions. So if you want. An album that has videos on it, you'll have to get one that has Blu-ray unless you have an all-regions DVD player. Um, there's a version without that stuff. That's just the music. You can get that too. I have to love the cover of that one, but I wanted the videos, so I didn't order that one. Uh, but again, check out if you're in, you know, the U.S. I'm assuming maybe Canada. Uh, you could order from Weverse USA and check that out because they do have the Japanese, uh, a- the Japanese album available for pre-order now. And then, in a few days, on June nineteenth, get ready to stream Stay Gold. And our last story this week—I told you there was <laughs> there was a lot going on this week, but we're to the last story. Last story this week. Samsung is going to release a BTS-themed Galaxy S2 and earbuds. Uh, Of course, you know, BTS has been doing uh, advertisements for the Samsung Galaxy for a a good bit now. And uh, as part of that, Samsung is going to release a BTS-themed phone. The case is purple, and if you look at the camera, it has a little... Purple Heart on it. Uh, The interface is BTS themed. It's purple. And and the, you know, I believe it probably has sounds and things like that that are BTS related. And then also the Galaxy earbuds, they're going to release a set of earbuds that are purple. And they have a purple carrying case and and everything. And you can already order, you can pre-order the earbuds on Weverse Global and We use We use Weverse USA, they're already up there. They are $199.99. not cheap. Um, the earbuds, from what I understand, will work with other phones besides the Galaxy, but um, there's some functionality that may not work. Um, but if you're Samsung Samsung person. You know, the earbuds should be perfect for you. Um, They're definitely pretty, but uh, I'm an Apple person, so I I won't be getting them. But definitely, if you're in in the market for a new phone, from what I understand, the phone is a little over $1,000. But, you know, smartphones are expensive now. Um, The phone, there's not been any indication that I know of about the phone being for sale anywhere but in Korea. But since the earbuds are available worldwide, maybe the phone will be. Who knows? But if you want the earbuds, you can now pre-order them on Weverse Global and USA. And of course, as always, it comes with a set of photo cards. Definitely check those out if you are interested. So next week, here's what we got on the schedule next week. On June 15th, which is Monday... Learn Korean with BTS episode 15 will be out. That will be released at 9pm Korea time. On June 16th, Tuesday, Run BTS is back. Run BTS episode 104, also released at 9pm Korea time. Then on Friday, June 19th, as we discussed just a minute ago, the Stay Gold single will be released. It'll be released at 6pm Japan standard time and Korea standard time. Um, So... Again, it's going to be released worldwide on streaming platforms. Get ready to stream. If there's a music video, we don't know yet, you're ready to play that too. But that will be on June 19th, which is Friday. So, last word. If you are new to ARMY, you may not have heard this before, but if you've been around for a little while, you have heard this PCD. Post concert depression. And what that is is where you go to a BTS concert that you've been looking forward to for months. Like I went to I went to Met Life Day One last year. So you spend you know months looking forward to the concert. And you go to the concert and you meet all these great people and it's like a big family, and then the show starts and it's so amazing. And then it's over. And then you have to kind of get back to the real world. And so some people kind of feel down after that. Um. I did some. I did really. Uh but it was my first concert, so I was on a high for a long time. I mean, I was really and I still think about it and look at my pictures because it's been a year, and I'm like, I cannot believe I saw BTS Live. Um But you know, we call it post-concert depression where, you know, eventually you've got to come down from that adrenaline. And so, Bang Bang Con, the live, since we have no other way to see them right now, uh, there's been some discussion online that there has been some post-concert depression from Bang Bang Con, the live. And... You know, I think I think, they're, I think it's true. You know, I waited weeks to see this. You know, we all did. Waited weeks to see it. We finally got to see it. And it was wonderful and awesome. And even with that tinge of sadness, it was still really great to see the guys. And then it was over. And then it's also the end of Festa. And it's like, what now? We don't know what now. We don't. We've got Corona going on. Don't know when a vaccine will be out. Don't know when we'll get to see them in concert. Really in concert. And we don't even know what their next... I mean, you know, there's talk, they're working on a new album. There's talk about that coming out in October. Like I said, Muster would be before then. But they can't have Muster the way they normally do. So what will they do? We don't know. So right now it's kind of in a, a lull uh, you know so it's, you may be down you may have some post concert depression this is normal after after a concert and it's, since this is the closest we're going to get for right now we're having it now. So be good to yourself um, eventually uh, the Korea Media Board will approve this so that we can watch it on demand, and we'll be able to watch it again and again. Uh, there's pictures now to look at online. Uh, you just got to hang in there because this too shall pass. Eventually, we will see them in concert. I'm I am positive that eventually we'll be able to see them live again. Uh, until then, they're going to ha- they're going to make sure to communicate with us. So. Let's make sure to communicate with them, too. Go on on Weverse and post a note to them and tell them, Hey, I really liked BangBangCon. It was awesome. Y'all did a great job. You know, they, like I said, they want to hear from us just as much as we want to hear from them. So, just, you know, you're coming down from that adrenaline high. Take it easy. And, you know, just... You know, listen to seven, stream seven, stream Stay Gold when it comes out, because that is productive stuff you can do for BTS right now. So, all right, I wanted to give a shout out because last week I had talked about my YouTube conundrum, where I got hit on a uh, copyright because of the intro song, and whether I was going to get rid of the intro song altogether or what I was going to do. And uh, Dramatic Chit Chat and The Last Moon Child both reached out to me to tell me that they enjoyed the intro song, um, that they hoped I didn't have to get rid of it. And after I talked to both of them, basically what I've decided is I'm going to leave it in the audio podcast. Um, I haven't gotten a copyright hit on the audio podcast. I believe I'm covered under Acceptable Use which says that because this is a news podcast and I am playing these songs because they are related to a news story in my podcast, I believe I'm covered by acceptable use. Okay? I believe I'm covered. Big Hit doesn't agree with me right now, but I'm going to I'm gonna try again. Until I get Big Hit to agree with me, I'm going to have to leave it out of the YouTube because that's where they dinged me. And so what I'll do is... Uh, starting this week, I'm going to, again, I'm going to leave it in the audio podcast until someone tells me it's not fair use. I said acceptable use, but it's fair use. It is fair use. I believe it is fair use. Um, I also believe it's fair use for the video, but right now I can't use it in the video. So what I'll do is it's really not that big of a deal for me to take it out out of the video, replace it with something else, some other s- sound, um, until I can get that worked out. So that's what I'll do. I'll continue to have the intro songs in the audio podcast, and I will not have them in the YouTube for right now. And when you hear me talk about, if you're listening on it YouTube, and you hear me talk about intro song, and you're going to go, what? That's why. Because Big Hit right now doesn't agree it's fair use. But I'm going to work on that. But thank you again to Dramatic Chit Chat and The Last move Child for reaching out to me and letting me know their opinion. I appreciate it. Where you can find uh, BTS this week? You can subscribe for free. at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Deezer, and now YouTube. Uh... Of course, I've mentioned about a half a dozen times <laughs> there's a website, btsthisweek.com. That's where you'll find the show notes for this episode and every other episode that's been released. And I've been going at this for a little over a year, so there's a lot of stuff you can go check out. Also, BTS This Week has a Facebook page. A link to that will be in the show notes. Uh, that's where I will post, you know, news stories. I will not discuss them the way I do on the podcast. But if you want to at least see the headlines. You can check them out there. Also I'm on Twitter. If you want to talk to me. Uh, the best There's two ways to do that. You can talk to me on Twitter. BTS Mama Bear. You can also go to btsthisweek.com There's a contact form that will allow you to send me an email. And I also have a YouTube channel. BTS Mama Bear. Uh, I know I keep saying that I'm going to do. Uh, unboxing videos. I've got a few to do. I still haven't got it done because my office is a mess and I have nowhere to record it. So hopefully soon I will have somewhere to do that and I can get those done. But there are videos there already. So go to BTS uh, go to BTS Mama Bear on YouTube and check those out. So I hope you have a good week. Again, stay safe and stay healthy. Wear a mask when you go out. Wash your hands. Keep your dirty hands away from your face. Best thing you can do. I purple you. You are awesome. You are a valuable person. You are needed on this earth. And if anybody tells you any different, they are wrong. Y'all hang in there and I'll talk to you in seven days.